Hey, New Life, and welcome to today's daily devotional. My name is Tex. I'm our student ministry director here. I'm just glad you logged on to hang out with us today. We're going to be continuing our study that's been through 1 John. And, and just let me take a moment to say, hey, if you haven't, if you haven't gotten a chance to go back and, and listen from the beginning of this series, take the time to go do it. Make sure you listen. There's some great wisdom from a lot of our church members and leaders throughout that. And even more than that, I just want to encourage you like, hey, even pause today's to go back. It is so good. You don't need to just catch in today. Like it's, it just adds on and on and on. It's such great wisdom. Make sure you go check out and listen. But make sure you go grab your Bibles, grab uh, your Bible apps, whichever you prefer. I'm super pumped to dive into God's word today. So today we're going to be in 1 John chapter 3. And we're going to be in verses 1 through 3. This is what it says. See what kind of love the Father has given us, that we should be called the children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. For me, like as, as I start looking through this and, and start looking at this memories and seeing the idea of what it means to see the father's love for his children, it, it makes me think of my own family, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I know for me, like I have some incredible memories and gifts that my grandfather has given me over the years. Uh, of those memories, like I can, I can vividly remember my grandfather rocking in his like blue recliner in the in the living room. This this old uh, this furniture that he had just that uh, we still have, but like being able to recline in that and we're watching the Cubs right, watching baseball and having memories of just um, cheering on the Cubs, even though especially at that time they were so terrible, um, and, and just going and cheering them on and 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 loving those kind of memories and those moments or sitting on the porch with him. Like those memories just remind me of that and. It, now, even now as an adult, like when I, when I watch the Cubs, it just reminds me of the love and the time that he shared with me. And yet we get to see that with God, like from the get get go here, like God is, is reminding us of the love that he's given us and, and not just given us through, through gifts, but in the fact that he calls us his child, like that is so huge. Um, for each and every single one of us, like the, the scripture literally tells us, like, just as um, God calls us his children, that is what we are. Like, if we aren't his children because we've earned it. We aren't his children because we've done the right things. We're his children because he says we are. Like, and I don't know if we always profoundly get that. Like, there's nothing you and I can do to make God love us any more than he loves us right now. That means for us, like um, that, that wrestle through the idea of achievement and, and trying to be our best. Like for me, we, we have this language at the church we use it called strength finders. And it goes through different strengths that we have. And two of mine on there in my top five strengths of these like 30 plus strengths is competitive and, and achiever. And with competitive, it's always about trying to be the best and not just being competitive, like in board games kind of a thing, but like with myself. That if, am I doing the best that I can in, in what I'm doing and achieving just being like, man, I got to get stuff done. Like I can't, I can't leave things unchecked on my to-do list. And so for me, like at the end of the day, if I don't get that done, that, that breaks my insides, right? Like something doesn't work. 
And so for me, as I look at that, like, and I think through like, man, I want to be my best. Even when it comes to my relationship with God, like I want to constantly be doing, I want to be growing. I want to see that. And, and God's going, are you just being with me? Are you just sitting with me? Like, you know, like you don't have to perform with me. I love you as you are. And, and I hope you hear that today, that God loves you as his child today. That for each and every single one of us who follows Jesus, he is saying like, hey, you are mine. In fact, he goes on to use this word. Paul uses it. I love this over and over again, beloved. And, and I hope you know that God sees you as beloved. He sees you so much that he sent his son for you and I. Like there's such a great profound amount of love that God has for you and I. And I think every child needs to know like that they are profoundly loved by their parent. They're, they weren't there by, you know, just a little accent. God chose for you to be here. God made you here in Tucson or in your city you're sitting watching this from during 2020, during COVID, during all that's going on in the world right now. Because guess what? God prepared you to be here. God wanted you and he loves you and he says you are his. In fact, it goes on to say that, that there's going to be a day coming when we get to see Jesus. Yes, we are his children now, but there's a day in which God is continuing to work in us that we're going to be who he created us to be. We're going to be in these new places. We're going to be made new and we get to be more like Jesus. In fact, I love even when we get to verse three, one of the things that challenges us there, it says that like everyone who puts his hope in him, like purifies himself as he is pure. And for each and every single one of us, like I think what that's challenging us is, is not perfection. It's not challenging us to, to be striving to be like the most perfect person that's away from it. Because like the Pharisees tried that and they didn't hit the mark at all. They just could not get there. Um, even though they kept all the laws and then they kept laws around the laws to protect. Like they tried everything they could to be perfect, righteous people. And yet they miss the heart of the moment. And so for you and I, as we look at this, I think what God is saying is that we do spirit-led like clean, spring cleaning, right? Like I know for us during, during a lot of this isolation and quarantine, it's allowed us to start going through some tubs, start going through some closets, start going through and going, do we really need that? Do, does this, like I haven't used this in years and, and getting rid of some boxes and getting rid of some stuff. We've done some like spring cleaning here, right? Even though we're going into summer, like we've allowed us to go through some of our things. And I think God is saying like, hey, like, I want to use my spirit, and I want it to work in you, and I want us to take some inventory, you know, and I, and I think he's going to start, like, going through that, that whole thing. I remember watching even just on Netflix, it was such a popular thing, you know, where they were going through all this stuff, and they're Marie Kondo, and it's like, does this bring you joy? And, and I think that in some ways, like, God's saying, like, let my spirit be Marie Kondo in a way, not asking, does it bring you joy? But does it purify you? Does it make you righteous? Does it pull you closer into relationship with my son? And I think that's what God wants to do is that he's allowing you and I to start having some humility and saying, God, work in me. God, bring out the stuff that needs to get rid of. God, would you start showing me the, the areas in my life that I, I think are fine, but you know what? Maybe, maybe they're not. Bring out my own sin. Bring out my own bias. Bring out my own struggles. Like, God, would you speak to my heart today? Because the truth is we just wait for our self-awareness to figure it out. We're, we're totally not going to get there. And so God is challenging every single one of us. Are we willing to sit in the midst and say, God, move in me. We want to be your child. 
And just like in any family, like when you are part of a family, there are things in which he's saying, hey, this is how we're going to live. These are things we're going to be by. And so he's saying, like, let's do that. Let's do that together. And so my challenge for you today is knowing, A, that you are beloved, that you are his child today as you are. Just as Mr. Rogers to say, you are special just the way you are. Know that today. And number two, as, as you process through, what are some of the things God is challenging us to do? That as, we, as, as things are starting to open up in this season and things are starting to go back to, let's call it a new normal, this new setting of what if COVID might look like in post the quarantine, start saying, what is it you want me to do during this time, God? What is going on in my heart that I need to work on? What's going on in my heart that I need to fix before I get back out in the world or before I start seeing a ton of people again, God? What is it you want to do in me? What is it you want to heal in me? What do you want to bring out of me so that I can be more like your son?